Don't Shoot from the Lip, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of James chapter 3, starting in verse 1 down through verse 5. It says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also ships which, though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. James is here talking about how your faith interacts with your words. He's already talked about faith and external trials. He's talked about faith and internal temptations. He's also talked about faith and how it deals with our interactions with other people and talked about how faith interacts with works. Now he's going to talk about how faith affects your tongue, how faith affects the words that you say. The old days in the West, the gunslingers would face each other out on the, you know, out on the dusty street and they would shoot from the hip. They would, as soon as they could get the gun out of the holster, one of the techniques was to shoot from the hip. The trouble with that is it's not very accurate. Well, uh, our words, when we shoot from the lip, we get into big trouble. Our, our tongue can get us into trouble. I remember the, the joke about the store clerk. He was a new store clerk at a, at a new store, and the manager was kind of seeing what kind of a guy he was. And uh, the, they, somebody had, had given him a, a Canadian dollar, and the store clerk said, man, nothing good ever come out of Canada, only hockey players and ugly women. And the manager said, what? My wife is from Canada. And he said, what team does she play for? The store clerk said, uh, I'm not, I don't think fast enough to be able to get out of that kind of trouble in my life. The same store clerk, uh, there was a, a lady came in and she wanted to buy half of a watermelon and they only had whole watermelons. So he said, wait a minute, I've got to ask my manager. He takes the watermelon back and uh, catches the manager. And he says, hey, some old bat out here wants to uh, buy half of a watermelon. And then he could tell by the horrified look on the manager's face that the woman was right behind him. And he said, but this beautiful young lady would like to buy the other half of the watermelon. So it'd be okay, wouldn't it? Uh, look, we got to be careful about what we say. We can't be saying stupid stuff like that. We can't be saying wicked stuff. We can't run off at the mouth. We, we, we need to be careful that we don't speak damaging words to people. The Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's Ephesians 4, 29. And it means that we should edify instead of uh, dis- destroy. And that means we need to speak kind words, good words. One way to think of this, now James will give multiple illustrations to talk about the tongue. He says it's a bit that directs a horse, so it's a little bit that directs a Clydesdale one direction or another. He says it's a rudder on a ship that directs it no matter what way the wind and the tide are going. So no matter what your internal impulse is, the words direct things. No matter the external circumstances are, your words direct things. And then he would say that words can destroy. They're like a fire that can just consume you. Have you ever talked yourself into getting mad and almost getting into a fight? Uh, you talked yourself into getting angrier and angrier and angrier. Words will either calm down or they'll burn up, you know. And, and so he says our, our nature can be set on fire with the tongue. And then the word 
Our words are like a spring. They're either fresh water or salt or water or bitter water. But, but we need to be consistent about what comes out of our mouth. So it should be refreshing to those that are around us. Here's a way that you can have refreshing communication. Think before you speak. Number one is what I'm about to say true. If it's not true, don't say it. We need to be careful that what we put on social media, what we speak, it needs to be true, not a lie. And if we know it's a lie, we need not to, not to put it. And then is it, is it helpful? Not everything that we say helps the situation along. Some things damage the situation, so we, we shouldn't say it. Is it important? Sometimes it's not so much that the thing is, is, is helpful or unhelpful, but it just may not move the, the, the conversation along, and it's just extraneous, and it may not, to be, may not need to be said because it's not important. And then it, it, is it necessary? It, is it something that really needs to be said? And if it does need to be said, then we should say it. Or is it kind? So T-H-I-N-K, if we pass our words through that, those five filters, we'll come up with a pretty consistent godly speech pattern. Let's close our time together here in prayer. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the wonderful light group we had tonight uh, from Victorious as we, as we dug into James chapter 3. Help us, God, to live in ways that are consistent with your word. Help our tongues to be consistent with your word. That we might speak blessing and life sentences and not death sentences. Because we know that life and death are in the power of the tongue. We ask this in your most holy, precious, and powerful name. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Have a good day.